Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Brooke. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. We are recording this on the evening of the full moon. Ooh, that was my pretend wolf noise. I don't know how to make a wolf noise. How? <laughs> we are recording this on the evening of the full moon. Oh, Lord. Okay. This is the blue moon, meaning this is the second full moon of August, and it is very rare. Our first full moon, I believe it was on the 1st of August, and now it's the 30th, and we have one more day after today of this month, and then we're moving on. We're moving on to September, but I wanted to read you a little bit of the blue moon. Um, or about it in the book Moon Magic, the blue moon, it says every so often we get a second full moon in a month. And sometimes we actually get four full moons in a single season. Such full moons are called blue moons or sometimes goal moons. The term blue moon seems to only be a few hundred years old. References in history to a blue moon were improbable events or things that were not normally happening. This evolved to mean a rare occurrence or happening and has led to the saying, once in a blue moon. There's a belief that the blue moon holds the knowledge of the crone, which is the wisdom of the triple goddesses combined. It is also said that the blue moon brings a time of heightened communication and connection with the divine and the spirit world. So it's a great time to work divination practices or spell work or anything like that um, that's in your kind of wheelhouse or spiritual practice. So if you haven't heard of the triple goddess, it is in association with the triple moon goddess and the aspects of womanhood. So we have the young maiden who's enchanting, new beginnings, promise, youth, pure, excitement, and carefree. She's the goddess of beauty, love, and hope. She has innocence about her and her season is spring. Her color is white. Then we have the mother, which is fertility, stability, power, fulfillment, life, you know, those motherly aspects that we know. Uh Uh-oh, I am burning my desk. (laughs) No fucking way. No fucking way. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. (gasps) Okay, you can barely notice. You guys, I almost damn burnt down the fucking house. I'm so bad with these. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, there is a small black mark that is very hot on the desk at the moment um, because I had some candles. <laughs> okay, I had two taper candles. Oh my God. I need blues out. I'm not about to burn this house down, especially with my child in it. Wow, you guys. I I cannot edit this out. I have to be honest with this. I literally almost burnt this fucking desk. Well, I did burn this desk. There's a black mark that is super hot to the touch of this desk. Luckily, it is up and underneath, so you can't, like, see it, you know? Um, But, well, you can't... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not damaged is what I should say. It's not like fully damaged. Wow. Oh my God. Well, okay. So I had these two taper candles. I was trying to be all moody and cozy. I was burning rosemary, right? 
and before this episode started, I was burning rosemary. I was pulling cards. I was feeling witchy. I was getting into the full moon spirit. And then I was like, well, I'll keep the candles going. And like the rosemary had already burnt out, but I was, I pulled my cards and everything. And I've been, you know, chatting with you guys for a few minutes. And I was like, dang, it smells a little woody in here. (laughs) It smells a little, a little like campfire in here. That's cozy. Maybe it's the rosemary. I don't know. Maybe it's like the rosemary mixed with like the wax or something. Maybe something like dripped. No, bitch. You ding dong. Oh my God. I literally was burning the desk. Well, my imprint is on it forever. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Well, anyways, the mother represents, (laughs) oh, the mother represents motherhood, protection, guidance, inner peace, intuition, psychic, and spiritual development and care. Her season is summer and her color is red. Okay. So then we have the crone. And the crone is, the blue moon is represented by the crone, which is interesting to me because the full moon typically is represented by the mother because it's like full, fruitful, you know? The crone is wisdom, compassion, knowing, and is full of a lifetime of experience. She is the goddess of wisdom and experience as well as death. Her season is winter and her color is black. She is the last stage of life, but also a reminder that the cycle never ends. Life is an ever-flowing cycle. I love this. Um, I really, really want to read a book on the triple goddess. And I need to ask my like witchy groups that I'm part of or do some research of my own to read more about this because I find it really interesting. And I think my mind automatically jumps to like there's different levels of womanhood. And it's like, no, all of the, it's like, am I the mother now that I'm a mom? When do I get to be the crone? Am I no longer a maiden? Am I no longer enchanting and fun and exciting? No, these aspects are all within us and it's not a hierarchy at all. Um, but it's just these different energies that you can tap into as a woman. Love that. Power to the woman. So let's go over the cards that I pulled for this blue moon. We already know this is a late night episode. This is a ramble. This is a rant. This is a, um, you know, we're just kind of going. We're just kind of going with things. So let's go over the the cards. We have all paths lead home. Inner authority, intuition, turn your gaze within. We also have earth school, which is life lessons, soul growth, study, higher learning. Then we got three crystal cards. We got Take Action, which is Labradorite. We have Orpiment. I am not a crystal witch. I try, but I'm not. Orpiment? Orpiment. I'm not sure, but it represents success, and it's beautiful. It's orange. It looks like that fucking sun. And then we have Rhodochrosite. Rhodochrosite. Rhodochrosite which is acceptance. And I am accepting the fact that I do not know how to pronounce crystals. I need to take a crystal class. Um, And that is a beautiful pink, pinky, almost red. So we have acceptance, take action, success, inner authority, intuition, life lessons, soul growth, studying yourself, studying the study of life. These are all themes that are very much coming up for me right now. Today, I had to really put on my big girl pants 
Um, I really wanted to have like a drink with this episode. I was like, Ooh, I have a bottle of red wine open. Maybe I should like have a, have a nice little glass of wine, but I'm honestly so freaking tired right now that I would be snoozing. Like this episode would just be me like, and it just would not be entertaining at all. So anyways, where was I going with that? I don't know. I had to put on my big girl pants today. I was going to celebrate with a glass of wine, but I'm just celebrating by doing this episode. I had to do a lot of just, ugh icky thing not icky things but just like you know life sucky 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 things today and had to put on my big girl pants didn't want to do it but also felt this like boost of energy and yesterday I was over here blaming the full moon because I was like emotional and I was just crying to myself and feeling like crap and feeling so sorry for myself so so sad And then today I had this like boost of energy and had a wonderful but hard um, therapy session this morning, which was so, so helpful. Um, I actually want to read to you guys. So we're talking about trust and we're talking about self-trust right now in my therapy. And where is it? She sent me a little document that's... um, out of Brene Brown's book, I believe it's called, oh crud, The Atlas of the Heart or something like that. That is a book I need to read. But it is about braving, which is a acronym that I believe Brene Brown, Brene, why can't I ever say her name? Brene Brown came up with. So to trust, you must have boundaries. You must have reliability, accountability, the vault, which is uh, not secrecy, but like not sharing information that's not yours to share. Integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. So then when we're talking about self-trust, that all goes to yourself, right? Like, do I respect my boundaries? Am I reliable? Was I reliable? Um, do I hold myself accountable? Do I respect the vault within myself? I love that idea. I need to like, I need to dig deeper with that. Do I share appropriately? Um, which is something that I'm have been working on my entire freaking life because as you guys know that listen to my podcast, I don't leave a lot out. Um, I do really like to share in general. I like to share what's going on in my life. I like to share things that have happened to me. I like to share my insights from them. Um, but I definitely have gotten to a place where I'm much more respectful with myself and my boundaries of like where how much do I want to share how much is appropriate to share and what makes me feel comfortable because I really, again, I love sharing. So the vault for me is probably a little bit on the smaller scale than a lot of other people, (laughs) but that's okay with me. Um, And there are definitely a lot of things that I do hold to myself. And um, I think that builds trust too with yourself is being able to be like, oh, I can keep that to myself. I can keep those feelings or I don't feel like I have to share every single thing. If I want to share something and it feels appropriate and it feels comfortable to do so, then I'm going to do that. But like talking about therapy right now, you know, that feels comfortable for me to to talk about. Am I going to tell you every single thing that I said in my therapy session? No. Am I going to tell you every personal thing that I'm going through and why I'm in therapy? No. But like I can share the things that I'm learning and the fun conversation I'm okay, not very fun, but like the important conversations I'm having because that might impact you in like a positive way. I don't fucking know. Um, 
The next one is like, am I being, am I acting from my own integrity? And did I ask for what I needed? Was I non-judgmental about needing help? That's another thing I'm working on. And lastly is, was I generous towards myself? Um, you extend the most generous interpretation possible to the intentions, the words, and actions of others. So that's what it is to trust someone else with that ending in G, in braving, is generosity. Are you extending, I believe that you are a good person. I believe that you were doing what was best for you or you were doing what you thought was best for everyone. Um, Extending that belief, you know? Um, And then when it comes to self-trust, Am I being generous with myself? Am I believing that I did that out of the goodness of my heart or that I did what I thought was best at that time? You know, I think that also plays into like forgiveness and, you know, we can get like so stuck in this trap of um, thinking about the past and like we didn't handle a situation the way that we should have. And, um, you know, having this discussion with my therapist today of like, what do you do when you're like laying in bed being like, I should have done that. I, I, and you're like, I'm replaying this over and over and over in my head. What do I do when you just keep replaying it? And it's like, well, you accept that you have to give yourself that generosity. You have to give yourself that grace. And like, I did what I could. Um, I was going through this or I had this going on or I had, you know, whatever, like I had the best intentions at heart. So, and then also when you don't have that, when you're like, shit, I I didn't act for my highest self. I didn't act in alignment with who I truly am. I took those actions or I said those words and that wasn't right for me to do. Um, Then I think it's like accepting that and forgiving yourself. That's when I think self-forgiveness comes in is like, okay, I broke that trust within myself or I broke that, um, that pact that I had with myself to, to show up in this way. And I didn't show up in that way, but I'm acknowledging it. I'm forgiving it. And we're going to do better next time. You know, um, perfectionism is definitely something that I'm working on right now and, um, trying to not be just so black and white with my thinking of like, you're a terrible person if you don't show up as your highest self every fucking day. And like understanding that that's not just like love and light, but like, um, you know, I'm trying to think of some examples, but setting boundaries, sticking to them, saying no when you need to say no, um, walking away when you needed to walk away, like not, uh, that I think all build self-trust, but when you go against that and then you reflect on it, then I think you need to be loving towards yourself to know, like, even in that moment, you were doing what, what your best, what that best version of yourself was in that specific moment, right? Like it might be not your best moment of today, looking back, reflecting back, you could, you know, that's where we all get stuck. (laughs) It's like, but I could have done this. And it's like, well, in that moment, that's not what you, that's not what was going through your head. You know, it's just giving ourselves grace. I really hope that made sense. I don't know if that did at all. (laughs) Um, But I like this card, earth school, life lessons, soul growth, higher learning. We're just on this journey of learning and trying and stumbling and falling and one step forward and three steps back. And 
we're just going through it, you know? We're, we always are, but like right now is such a chaotic season with these retrogrades and full moons and these, I think Virgo season in general, even if there wasn't a retrograde, like Virgos tend to be pretty freaking hard on themselves. And that perfectionism is definitely something to look at um, during this next month or so within this season is like, where am I obsessive about things? Where am I obsessive about who I am, how I show up? Where where do I need to like let go just a little bit and allow myself to be human, allow myself to fuck up, um, take the control a little bit out of, out of the equation, like, like release the grip just a little bit. That's where I'm at at least. I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but, um, we are just feeling, I think collectively right now, I just continue to get this message of like many of us are feeling into the ways that we have changed and we're doing a lot of reflection. But I think sometimes a lot of that reflection again can come from these like super like high standards we have on ourselves and this like perfectionism mindset of I should have done that because I've done all this work, you know? I think and I think like when we work in spirituality or when we're trying to be our best most well versions of ourselves, when we're trying to be the healthiest version of ourselves, mentally, spiritually, um, physically, emotionally, once we kind of continue to climb that ladder of like doing quote unquote better than we were or growing and changing and becoming these like better versions, these more whole, these more, um, you know, beautiful versions of ourselves, we then like if we slip up or if we like fuck up in any way, if we show any form of like humanness, if we fault in that in any way, I think there's so much um, potential damage that we can uh, we can talk ourselves into and we can have so much negative self-talk around that. At least for me, I do. When I fuck up or when I'm not acting in alignment and when I take an action that's like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have just said that. It's like, I'm like, damn, I came this far to do that. <laughs> you know, that's my thought process is like, really, Brooke? Like you work so hard on yourself. You put in so many hours a freaking week to to take care of yourself, to grow, to change, to be a better version. And you're slipping. Like, why are you slipping? And it's like, because we're freaking human. What? What? Is, there is no. And that's something that I think a lot of us have to work on because because we tend to want to like evolve so quickly and it's like if there's one slip up then we just feel like we ruined all of it and we just feel like all the work that we did on ourselves is just trash throw it away like we never did it in the first place and it's just not true these are the things I tell myself it's not true when you are continuing to show up to work on yourself whether that's journaling whether that's just self-talk whether that's therapy, you know, anything, any of these tools, right? When you're continuing to try to be a better human, you're going to fall back sometimes and that's okay. That is part of it. Um, I am, I'm working on tripping forward, you know, when I trip, when I mess up, I'm, I'm using that as a growing opportunity instead of falling back and being like, damn, Brooke, you freaking bitch. Like, why'd you do that? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Y'all should hear the Karen in my head sometimes. I mean, I know you guys have it too, right? <laughs> right? I'm not alone. Um, but those, that 
inner voice can get so, so nasty, so fucking nasty. She got a potty mouth for sure. And she needs to be put in her place sometimes because again, we're just, we're just human. We are just trying. And the fact that we're trying to be better says it all, right? Like we are trying, we are actively putting in the work. And so when we slip up, we are going to work on falling forward, growing in a positive direction, using that as fuel. I also had this realization yesterday and, um, you know, I think this full moon being in Pisces, this watery energy, this, um, very fluid, like emotional energy. It's been bringing up a lot for me. (laughs) What's new? Um, but yesterday I had this kind of realization or this re, re, what is, I don't know, this remembering of like, I've been handed a pretty freaking shitty plate this year. I'm just going to be honest. Shit has not been working out the way that I want to, but also it has, you know, I have my daughter, I have amazing things happening to me and for me, and I'm very blessed. But at the same time, this year has not been easy for me in the slightest way. Being a new mom, having my heart broken, um, having, you know, so many layers of grief happening in such a short time, losing a very, very important person to me. All of this is a lot. And I had this like remembering of like, okay, you can either let this make you a shell of a person and a, you know, a hardened version of yourself and, you know, put your, put your shields up, put your guard up of never trusting anyone ever again, or never, you know, having all of these really negative emotions and feeling like the world is out to get me and none of it is in my control. Or I could look at it, look at it like none of it is in my control and I am going to let this soften me. I am going to be a more loving version of myself now because my heart just keeps getting cracked open and I'm like, I'm just going to let it crack. I'm just going to let it break all the way and I'm going to pour that shit full of more love and I'm just going to pour my love out to everything that I do everyone that I love, everyone that I care about. And I am going to continue to show up as, as me, you know, I'm going to show up as that little girl that used to stand outside her mom's house and wave at fucking cars driving by and hope that it would make their day better. Like that's what I used to do in my free time. (laughs) I'm going to continue to show up to be me. I'm going to be extra nice to the people in the grocery store and smile at people when they look at me and take the high road, you know? It's like, I'm not going to let this harden me because that is not, that's not the lesson that I need to be learning right now, you know? I just know that that's not the reason why all of this is happening. The reason why all of this is happening is so that I can grow my heart even bigger so that it can break open and I can fill it up with more love and extend that to everyone and everything. And I just, I don't know, I'm on a soapbox tonight, but that's just, um, where I'm at right now. (sighs) Okay. This full moon is quite a bit. It's quite a bit. Um, and you might be feeling it for like the next week or so as well. Typically with full moons, I'll feel it like up to a week before and up to a week after the actual day of the full moon. 
Um, let's see what else I wanted to read to you about this specific one in Pisces. Um, let me see here. We just got, we just got a lot going on guys. We do with this retrograde season. Emotions tell the truth. The waters run deep. Be kind to a stranger. Oh, that's cute. I didn't even, I didn't even play in that. Open your eyes to water. Gaze at Saturn. You you might only be able to, I don't know, you probably can't see Saturn unless you're in freaking New York <laughs> or on the East Coast. I think you'd be able to see Saturn on the East Coast. I don't know. Share tea with a friend, with a pet, with a memory. Honor orange, honor green, honor the secret passageway you have yet to find. I think Pisces is also very dreamy. Um... I think all of the Pisces people that I've met in my life are very, um, they think a lot about spirituality and the esoteric side of life. Um, they aren't afraid to like really, it's kind of like, I, I mean, they're opposite though. The Virgo sun and Pisces moon right now are opposite of each other, but I really think like Virgo can also go very deep as well. Pisces, I would say, is a more dreamy energy, like that water, right? And Virgo is earth-grounded, like say it like it is kind of vibe. So anyways, um, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a secret garden. It's kind of like finding, what's a fun way to put this? When you go to bed tonight, whenever you listen to this, try and close your eyes And imagine a little secret garden in your head, a little space in your mind, in your imagination, where only you can visit, no one else has access to it, and you can go in there and it's like your dream world. You can be whoever you want to be, you can fantasize whatever, you can like date whoever you want, if that's a celebrity or a dead person or a make-believe person, you can be whoever you want to be, whatever you want to be, and just kind of get lost in that daydream for a second. Maybe let it turn into an actual dream, you know? I don't know. But like as you're dozing off, um, I don't know why I just got that idea. These last few nights I've been laying in bed and trying to allow myself to just fantasize about random stuff and like, ooh, what would my life be like if this happened, or if I was, you know, doing this, or if I was like with this person or whatever, (laughs) and just trying to allow myself to totally dream it up and just see where it goes. It doesn't mean that you have to manifest it into a full like thing at all. You can just allow yourself to feel and to imagine. So that's my um, challenge for you for this full moon in Pisces. Lay down, Rest your beautiful face on that beautiful, soft, cushiony pillow. Close your eyes and find a secret garden in your little mind. Your little big mind, okay? (laughs) I say little a lot, but I don't mean it to be like demeaning or anything of that sort. Open up your mind. Find your little walking... I already said little again. When I tell you these are unhinged, this is what I mean. I should really say chaotic because it's chaotic energy, especially with the full moon Um, and retrogrades. Um, But 
once you close your eyes, walk into your secret garden and you do whatever the hell your little animated character or non-animated character um, wants to do. You just live your little video game in your head and it can look however you want. No limitations. No limitations. Nothing. And also, your next quest in that is you're not allowed to tell a single soul about it. Not a single soul what goes on in that secret garden. (laughs) So there you have it, folks. That's my take on this full moon in Pisces. This is not where I expected the episode to go at all, but I'm so glad we were able to talk about therapy. I'm so glad we have a little assignment of finding our secret garden Um, and continue to feel the feels, you know? Continue to give yourself grace Try to reflect on how far you've come and how you've changed, but in a way that is a growth mindset, right? Not a self-deprecating one. Again, happy Virgo season. Happy full moon in Pisces. Remember the blue moon, the once in a blue moon. I guess that really ties into like fantasizing and our little secret garden thing because that whole saying once in a blue moon, like we talked about, is about those like rare occurrences. So tap into that. What's that like rare occurrence for you? What's that thing that you wish would happen and you're like, oh, fucking never. Maybe once in a blue moon, like never would happen to me. Just like allow yourself to let that happen in your secret garden, okay? And don't tell a soul about it. I love you so much. I hope that you enjoyed this. God, I hope it was a little entertaining. Super glad I did not start a fire in my house. Um, Please note, fire is dangerous. What like, what kind of disclaimers do I have to give for that? I did not burn down my house. I did not catch anything on fire. And I will work on being more safe with fire next time. <laughs> I will see you guys next Monday for our herbal, our magical herbal of the week episode, our weekly reset. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, the rest of this full moon energy. Enjoy your weekend. Go celebrate. Go enjoy yourself and I love you. I'll talk to you very soon.